What is up, my fellow Spartan fans? Happy Wednesday, May 27th, or as I like to call it, happy Connor George Day, baby. That's right. We've got fan favorite MSU walk-on icon CG on the pod for the entire episode today. Really good conversation with him. But before we get to that, we have got to talk about Built Bar and how this episode is powered by Built Bar. Yes, that's right. Once again, we are talking about the protein bar that is high in taste, high in protein, low in calories, low in fat, low in all the other stuff that you don't like in a protein bar because Built Bar is the best protein bar out there. They will get you through yard work. They will get you through your round of golf. They will get you through the workout. They will get you through this 40-ish minute podcast coming up with Connor George. Make sure you go to builtbar.com, type promo code locked on. That's one word for $10 off your first order. Get in on their offer with their four new flavors they have to offer, which we will get to later this show. But yes, guys, that is builtbar.com. Promo code locked on to get $10 off your first order. All right, well, that's enough talking for me. I think you guys want to hear Connor George. I know I want to hear Connor George, so let's just bring it right to him. CG, coming up on the way in a hot second. All right, I am now joined by three-time Big Ten champion, 2019 Final Four member, and fan favorite. Let's be honest here. This is a big one coming up. Connor George. Connor, how on earth are you doing tonight, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. I appreciate this. Dude, for sure. Appreciate you taking out time to uh, to talk to me. Appreciate that. And so we'll start this off. Not a basketball question whatsoever, but like a good millennial, I was on my phone on Instagram for like maybe a good hour straight. And your Instagram story came across mine and I saw that you were golfing with Matt McQuaid. So first question right off the top, who's a better golfer? Is it you or McQuaid? <laughs> Oh, it's me, hands down. Quato, wow. trying to get trying to get in the golf as uh, okay. as he is now out of college. Uh, his brother was actually a collegiate golfer, uh, I think, in a D three school in uh, in Texas. So his brother is a lot better. Matt stuck to basketball throughout his life, so he's not a great golfer. <laughs> hey, good for you to like try to teach him the ropes, though. That's that's <laughs> nice, you. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get it. He's trying to get his uh, post college post you know golf game back. Sure, of course, which is key, man. I mean, so and I think every year I, I want to say it's every year like Izzo hosts like a benefit at the Natural Grass Putting Green over at Eagle Eye just north of East Lance and that benefits yeah. the team managers on the team, stuff like that. Now, last year, I was very fortunate to go there last year and saw okay. some team members there. Have you guys do you guys usually go to that every year during your time there? Or is that kind of rare that you guys were, were there last year? Uh, I've been there twice. So okay. we, get, we don't have to go every year. Last year, we all kind of decided as a team, like, let's kind of, you know, like, let's go help our managers out. Because um, the, the managers had talked to us about it going. So we were like, yeah, let's help our managers out and uh, show up and have a good time, you know, and meet people. So, I mean, that's kind of one of a great thing about being a part of MSU basketball is the people that you meet, um, not even on the team, but off the team. So it was a cool opportunity for everyone just to, you know, meet a bunch of different people and especially, you know, people that are big MSU fans. That's always fun for us. For sure. And as far as teammates go, who's just the absolute biggest liability with the putter in their hands? Who is just an <laughs> unmitigated disaster? I'm telling you, Gabe Brown, both no. G- Gabe, Gabe and Marcus, both with, with the golf clubs in their hands last year, scared me. <laughs> Even if it was on the putting range, I, I thought the ball was going to hit me at some point. 
<laughs> I, mean, I don't blame you, man. You got to keep your kind on a swivel. And yeah, work on your alertness before the season even starts. So I'm, sh- I'm sure that's what Tom had in mind when he guys yeah. out there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so into the actual meat of the interview, the, the hard-hitting questions, okay. if you will. Um, so your mom spent 11 years, and for those who don't know, your mom is the uh, MSU volleyball coach. Um, but before that, she spent 11 years at Western Michigan and then came to MSU over in 2005, or so that's what her profile on MSUSpartans.com says. Um, so you would have been, what, seven or eight when you moved over to, to MSU, the yeah. family? Okay. Yeah, so I was I was going into third grade. So, yeah, right about right about eight years old when I moved here. Solid. And, like, do you have any early memories of MSU at that time? I mean, whether it was being around the volleyball program or any interactions <laughs> with any figures of any other programs, or I guess what are your early memories when you guys finally arrived to state? Oh, well, the first memory, honestly, that I have of any – um, athletic event or any sports team at MSU was my mom just accepted the job and uh, it was during basketball season when she accepted it. So they gave us uh, MSU basketball tickets. So we were able to go to a game of the Brez when I was really young. Uh, honestly, I didn't want to come to East Lansing. I didn't want to move. I was too young. I was too scared sure, to like, sure. move when I was a kid. So I was like, I don't want to go. So we went to the MSU basketball game for the first time and I remember just seeing this huge building um and every it was packed and we had we were in the we were in the uh, middle section and paul davis was playing and it was his team his senior year and they were very good from what i remember i don't remember the the specifics of the game but uh, i just remember seeing that and i'm like okay yep this is the place where (laughs) i want to move here now let's move into our house tomorrow it's kind of what i was kind of what I was thinking when I was watching that game but yeah that was that was the first serious memory that I have in East Lansing that's awesome yeah it just takes a set of tickets to get you to want to move to East Lansing that's a, that's a good program <laughs> you guys got going there yeah. uh, so were you able to like meet Izzo ever as a child through like you whether it be your mom or, or anyone else yeah I was I actually was uh the first day when she got um uh she got she had a press conference the day that she was accepting her coaching position um and Izzo was actually there to meet my brother because uh, okay. he, was, he was a big basketball fan at the time. My brother was. So Iz was there, and he introduced himself to our whole family and was like, welcome, you know, welcome to the Spartan family and so on. And uh, I didn't really know. Like, I knew, obviously, MSU was really good. I didn't – I was too young to really understand the significance mm-hmm. and how big Izzo was. Um at that point but yeah we got to meet him early and then i would see him every now and then um growing up through high school and and elementary school and stuff like that and was it soon after where you had the goal of playing for msu one day or was that kind of like towards the end of high school or i guess when did you envision that you would get to state uh it's kind of funny so i i uh wanted to play baseball growing up um in in middle school going into high school I wanted to play baseball I was like five foot six but I could throw heat I could throw gas so <laughs> I was like, talking here <laughs> I mean when I, in high school I was hitting you know I was hitting mid 80s in high oh, that's school gas. okay and I yeah. was getting I was getting I was getting a little few like letters and stuff from others from schools like division one for baseball um oh, nice. in high school I just but then I shot up my junior year I was still five I was five eight I shot up to six three my junior going into my junior year um and i started putting more time into basketball actually um and i realized i like basketball more so then i started having a good good few seasons uh senior uh junior and senior year and i realized basketball is is more fun for me at that time so i kind of switched over and um 
it was basketball ever since junior year and I I would couldn't even imagine playing at MSU uh when I was starting high school out um but then it just worked out and couldn't I couldn't pass up the opportunity when he when he asked me to play no, of course not. And it, it leads me perfectly into my next question here. So thank you for the setup. I, I really do appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, just like we said, you, your mom's a coach at state. You did, you did kind of know Izzo off and on. So it, it might be like an opinion of other uninformed people that, okay, you just got on the team because you have connections there. Yeah. Not the case whatsoever. You averaged 23 mm-hmm. points and 10 rebounds as a class, a all state player at Okemos. So like, were, were you fielding offers from other schools too? Cause I, that's a pretty good stat line there. Yeah, no, I was getting getting recruited by – it started out mostly Division two schools, um, like all the GLIAC schools. Um, gotcha. For people that are from Michigan, we'll, we'll understand, like, you know, the Grand Valleys, the Hillsdales, um, Northwoods, stuff like that. I was getting a lot of offers there. I just never could get that that one Division one offer. And I didn't play AU, which is what oh, I feel, okay. you know, is – it, that's what I feel kind of held me back a little bit with the offer situation. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one regret that I have not doing as much, but um, I didn't get that one division one scholarship to really like start everything up. You know, like I feel like a lot of players get that one division one scholarship offer and yeah. then it kind of, it's a trickle effect. Like other schools are like, okay, maybe we should, you know, that's kind of what I feel happened. But um, you know, it, it it all worked out because I uh, got the offers from Division Two and, and coaches. It was actually Dwayne Stevens that saw me play in high school because he was actually watching a, another player on East Lansing, <laughs> and uh, and he saw me have a good game. And then he was like, you know, he talked to my mom. I was like, is he interested in walking on? And he, he's like, he was like, maybe. And then he's like, you should go talk to Izzo. And I was like, okay. So I had a meeting with Izzo and we talked about it and. You know, one thing led to another, and I couldn't pass that up. So I told the schools pretty quickly that I, I was going to be walking on at MSU. I don't blame you at all for that. I'm sure they don't either. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> all right, guys, we are going to be back in just a hot second, as you already know, with Connor George for some more MSU basketball talk. But first, guys, we got to talk about Built Bar. Yes, four new flavors for Built Bar. We got peanut butter banana. Coconut pecan pie, blueberry lemon, pineapple upside down cake, already with their incredible lineups of good fla- good flavors. What am I saying? Elite flavors already. That's right. Built Bar, not only will you get $10 off your first order with promo code locked on at builtbar.com, but guys, they're, they're sprucing it up even more this time around. $5 off every box. Now, does that mean the promo code goes away? Ha! <laughs> The promo code is still here. $10 off your first order. Promo code locked on when you go to builtbar.com and there is $5 off every box, guys. We're just going to say no to that deal? Is that is that what we're about to do right now? That That's how we're going to do it on Connor George Day? No, 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 no. You got to go to builtbar.com. Take a good look at those flavors they have and the four new ones. Promo code locked on, $10 off your first order. And I mean, early on, and really kind of throughout your whole career too, you, you had the walk on, probably playing a lot of scout team mm-hmm. and whatnot. Was that easy to embrace that role from being like every player is at place division one, the star, if not the second star in their team to playing scout team? Was that easy to adjust to, or was that kind of hard at first? Uh, it was, it was hard um, at first, but I also understood that that's what I was getting myself into. You know, for sure. So yeah. 
like I knew I was going to be on the scout team, you know, for a majority of my career. Um, but it was definitely an adjustment for, for sure from going to, you know, someone that could shoot it every time. Um, to, on their team in actual games to being on scout team and, and trying to um, simulate another player on another team for us to get ready during it for a game. Um, but I embraced it um, from, from day one, really. And uh, it was a lot, it was a lot of fun. Actually, I had a lot of fun on scout team in the last five years. So I'm, I'm glad everything worked out and I had, a, I had a blast these last five years. That's awesome. And speaking of having a blast, let's just transition into the really fun part is talking about like when you got to actually go on the court and play, because there's three things that get the crowd going in college hoops. It's a a massive dunk by Miles Bridges, let's say. It's a huge three-pointer by Cassius, let's call it. But above all that is when the walk-ons get to enter the game. Like that gets that gets the party popping. Oh yeah, right there. When when the game is out of control and the crowd is also out of control as well, and you guys are taking the warmth off. What what is like is it does it fire you up is it, is it almost like funny in a way that these guys are going insane at a 50 point blot or what, what's the vantage point from your guys' point of view Dude, what was it what was that question like I, what, what's the feeling when you guys are getting rooted on by the team when it is like a 50 point blowout and it is time <laughs> to enter the game yeah sorry i lost you there for a second but um, no, I, 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 I ramble uh, so that, that's my fault <laughs> no uh, um it, it's a lot of fun man i mean Going into the game and taking off, you know, the warm-ups, everyone's getting – the crowd's just getting all hype. You know, my fir- my first two years, it was crazy because everyone started going nuts. Um, but then but then we got – you know, we got replacements, man. I felt my, – my junior and my <laughs> junior year and senior year, man, I felt left out because we got Steve-O and then we had, right. you know, and then we had more walk-ons <laughs> and along the way and, and they took my spot, man. So <laughs> – it was a lot more fun my first two years than it was the last three years for sure. But, um, you know, just going out there and playing in the green and white uh, during, you know, games, even when it's, I mean, a blowout, it's it's incredible. And you kind of just look around and you're just like, wow, um, <laughs> this is an amazing feeling and one, something that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. I mean, that's got to be awesome because, like, I mean, I'm a huge MSU fan. There's a lot of others out there that always want to play basketball for MSU. I was a bench player on our Division Three intramural team, so I wasn't even close. So being able to do that, like, that's just got to be an awesome feeling just to even take the, the floor for sure. But, like, let's say you're playing a team like Mississippi Valley State or something like that. Do you, do you guys on the scout team kind of talk before the game like, oh, yeah, th- this we're definitely going to this game? Or do you not even talk about it beforehand? No, we know we know pretty much the games that we're gonna go in. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Like, we 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 you should see us in warm ups. Like, if you were to go to a game <laughs> and you were there an hour early, you would know what games we thought we were gonna play. <laughs> we're you guys taking just shots. Hanging out too we're taking dunks. Shots. Yeah, exactly. We're getting adrenaline's pumping. We're getting our dunks in before the game, and we're you know we're laughing. We're shooting um, <laughs> instead of rebounding uh, for the for the you know the starters and stuff. So. We we know the games that we're gonna play for the most part. Some get out of hand that you don't think that you don't think are gonna happen, but mm-hmm. for the most part, we know what games we were gonna play. Kind of going along with that too, like games that do get out of hand that you're surprised to enter. Is there any game that pops into mind of like, holy crap, I can't believe we got to enter that game? Yeah, I mean, there was a few. Um, for me personally, like uh, the the whole PK eighty tournament mm-hmm. sticks out to me because I mean we played DePaul and it was the first half and then we had. Miles Bridges was hurt, and then we had foul trouble. So, I mean, I checked in in the first half, um, and that was pretty crazy because I think I got, like, 
18 to 19 minutes or something like that. And that came, I was just like, that was, that was unreal. And I, I mean, I played, I played decently well, you know, yeah. I, I'm not, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I mean, I got, I had some rebounds, some stuff, but like, I remember going in the game and, you know, these people are like, you know, they have their scout report too. You got to remember that sure. everyone has a scout report in the, person guarding me i forget who it was just looked at their coach and was like who is this guy <laughs> who the heck is this guy you know i started just trying not to laugh i tried to be serious in the moment <laughs> but that was that was a good game and then the next game we actually played unc and i got into the first half there and joel berry i had to guard him <laughs> nice yeah just they easy. Put me in a nice <laughs> situation with the you know one of the best point guards in the country and i was like oh man this kid's quick don't get me <laughs> Don't fall. <laughs> well, it, it, speaking of like laughing and smiling when you're out there on the court, I don't know if you know this or not, but on MSUSpartans.com, like your player profile, the, the picture there is you seemingly just cackling uh, playing against Michigan. Did you remember that at all? Like, <laughs> is that what the picture says? Were, were you having that good of a time when you were out there? Uh, I honestly forget the exact well, Obviously, I know it was like the last possession. I don't remember laughing, though. Like, the right, thing okay. is, is like, I remember seeing like our team getting like getting up and getting loud, and I, I think I was just looking at them, and they were just they had to have been doing something. I forget what it was, but once I saw the picture, I was like, "That that's a I need to post that. I need to do something with that picture. I'm saving it though because it's gonna be it's gotta be like a great post. Whenever I post it, it's gonna be a legendary <laughs> post. You know, I can't just waste it. No, no, no. That, that's going to rack up the internet points once it hits, for sure. No doubt. I can't. I can't wait too long though. I got to. I got to hit it soon. <laughs> Strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, I just had to ask about that because that that picture summed up everything that game was. I mean, beating them by like seventy points. Cassius went off or what, yeah. thirty-two points or something like that. that. That was such a fun night. Um, I, I mean, I guess speaking of fun, like, and you guys do seemingly have a ton of fun on the bench, even when you're not in games <laughs> or, or anything like that. What's the most hype you've been during a game? And it could be one that you weren't even logging any minutes into. Yeah. Uh, Michigan. I mean, the Michigan games were always the most intense for me, like mm -hmm. on the bench. Like I, I mean, I'll, I mean, I don't like Michigan, but by any means I grew up with MSU fans. So like I've had that thing, like, you know, like just this non great feeling. I do not like these guys. So every time we played Michigan, it was it was a battle and like it was hype on the bench and I made sure, you know, my bench mates on the like we're we're standing up and getting loud and if we had to talk some trash, um, for <laughs> sure we would do that. And that was some of the most fun parts too, is talking a little bit to the other team. I remember the the Big Ten championship game last year versus mm -hmm. Michigan. That was that was the most fun game that I've been a part of, like on the bench for sure. And yeah, just to kind of take it back to that 2019 season. I mean, that was obviously a magical season, beating Michigan three times. You win two Big Ten titles, mm -hmm. the, the Final Four, and everything like that. So, of the three uh, Michigan games last year, amidst the incredible yep. season, what was the most shocking to, to you guys were, were, were any surprising or did you guys kind of feel confident going in because i know that for the first one it might have been two you guys had injury concerns going in were there any that you guys were feeling like eh, going into for playing michigan um, yeah yeah michigan i, don't know. I felt like honestly i felt like we had their number and people always say it's it's hard to and they had you know they beat us the year before that mm -hmm. and we came in and we had a kind of a point to prove um, I forget. We played them at at home the first game, I believe. And I then think one it was of their plays, the first game, and then it was the okay. So that would be the most. Yeah. 
Okay, so we played them at their – so that was when we didn't have a feel. We didn't play them yet, and we gotcha. came back and beat them and got that first win. That was probably the one where we were like, who's really the better team here? So then once we won, I felt like we were for sure going to win at home. Gotcha. And then we, we beat them at home, and then in the Big Ten Championship, I just felt like, you know, we beat them twice. And people say it's hard to beat a team three times, but I just felt like they, they were – you know they were they were scared of us a little bit. I could see it. I could see it in their eyes, man. And uh, I don't blame them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it's crazy because they had the lead. You know, late right. uh, each time almost. But I just felt like we were we wanted it more just from based on the fact that they beat us the year before that. All right, guys. Connor George, back in a second. It, it, just to continue with the, the 2019 season talk, uh, you guys start the tournament against Bradley. Um, you logged like five first half minutes. You had no turnovers, two free throws, a rebound, two fouls, which we always love. You, you got five, so you might as well use some of them. So this is a two-part question. Uh, the first one is just thank you. Thank you for your service that game. And the second is, was that the most pressure-filled moment for you personally at State on the court during a tournament game like that? Where and This wasn't your blowout. Hey, we're up by 40. It's time right. to get out there. Like That was a... St- that was a stressful game. No, I'm telling you, that was that was definitely the most stressful thing that I've been a part of. Um, and, you know, checking in, I knew it was going to happen too because okay. I, I forget the situation, but I looked to my – I think I looked at Kyle and I was like, if someone gets a foul here or something, um, I forget who it was. If someone gets a foul, I'm going to check in. I know it. And Kyle was like, be ready. And uh, there was a foul, and <laughs> you see DJ get up and talk to coach, and I was like, I'm about to go in here. And so checked me in, and I remember just going – there was a free throw. They were, at the, uh, they were at the free throw line, and they were shooting free throws. And I was like, do not mess this up, <laughs> you know, because it's the first round of the NCAA tournament, and that's kind of a big deal. We got to get past this. We had, bigger, we had bigger fish to fry than just that first game versus Bradley. So – um, I just looked up and Quato was right, right, right across from me at the free throw line. And he's like, I got shooter. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll go get a rebound. But, <laughs> um, yeah, that was nerve wracking that whole game. And then I guess the free throws, I got two free throws that game and made them both. I was actually more calm then than I was for, for some reason, I was more calm during those free throws than any other free throws I shot in my oh, wow. career. Dang, uh, because we were coming out of a timeout. And we were down two, and I was just like, there's a drill that I do uh, every day in practice, which is I got to make it so then uh, we can run a, a transition drill off of a free throw. So I was just like, think of this, and you will not miss. So I was, I was just thinking about how I do it in practice uh, when I'm shooting with the team, and I got to make them. And I, and I made them both, luckily, and um, – that was good. DJ came up to me and was happy, happy about it. He said some, I forget what he said, but it was, it was funny. I'm sorry. But, uh, I can't remember, but it was, oh, no, it was a good time. <laughs> Cause, like, I, I remember during that game happened and I, I popped a tweet off as I usually do um, that. I got to know how Connor George felt getting first half <laughs> minutes in this game. And I think you quote retweeted it saying poised, just one word, just poised. <laughs> Now, that two was years you? Have passed, it was. Yeah. Hey, nice to meet you again. So, um, I, I got to know. Two years have passed. Were you, were you, were you really poised or were you kind of like, oh, crap? <laughs> like, the only oh, reason, oh, no, I was like, I was probably like, oh, crap. But I like to have fun with it and I like to have fun with people, you know, like, say, like saying that on Twitter because, you know, Twitter is, you know, you can't take anything too seriously. Like, 
I mean, I said I was poised, but I probably wasn't. But the only reason that I would be a little poised is because I expected it. I did expect it at times. Um, sometimes it happened. Sometimes it didn't happen. So I, I was kind of in a situation where I did have to be ready for a lot of my career, actually, um, just in case, you know, one if one person went down, like I would I have to be, you know, I would have to log some minutes. So I had to be ready for that. If someone got in foul trouble, I would have had to have logged some minutes. And it happened. It just didn't happen as much. And, you know, some people might say thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. God it didn't happen. You know, I'm like, darn, you know, no, I'm not. I didn't wish injury on, upon anyone on our team for sure. But, um, you know, I was, I was, I was a little nervous, though, when I, before I checked in at times. Sure. Yes. Sure. And, and that wasn't a dick. Like, that was a legitimate question. Like, how, <laughs> how does a guy that usually plays scout team, how is he feeling playing first half minutes yeah. in, a, in, like, the most stressful game of the tournament <laughs> last year? Well, okay, so it was the most stressful game of the tournament that we've seen in quite some time up to the Duke game. Yep. So the day before, I'm sure you guys were on a scout team in the team hotel or practice gym or what have you. First question I got to ask, what Duke player were you on the scout team? I was RJ. Uh, Barrett. Okay, gotcha. And then uh, big TK, Thomas Kithier was Zion. <laughs> Love it. That's big time. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like you guys did like duct tape two people together to simulate. That's what we should have. You know, Thomas is, isn't as freaky athletic as you might think. <laughs> Zion, he, he wasn't, Zion uh, he wasn't jumping exactly like Zion was. We knew this, but he was shooting it almost every time in practice. Love it, man. Well, I mean, so this is a, a super broad question here, but what, what do you remember from that game? Uh-huh. Man, started out with Kenny's dunk right at the beginning. Oh yeah, um, that was that was a good start, and that kind of let us know like this is how we're going to be coming the whole game, man. Like, you know, you guys might think you guys are, you know, everyone's following you, and you have Zion and you have RJ, but you know, we have experience, and we we think we have the best point guard in the country that's going to lead us. So. We were confident going into the game, honestly. We had a good game plan, and uh, Kenny had that initial dunk, and then Quaid had a dunk like five minutes later, and everyone was just going nuts. And I think, you know, we kept it in check, you know, the whole game. It was never – there was never a team that was breaking away that you thought was going to win until the very end when we got the when we got the rebound or, or something. RJ missed two free throws, and those were huge. And then Kenny made the shot, you know. So, but the game wasn't over. The game wasn't over after Kenny made that shot. But once we got that pass inbounds and I was just running like crazy, I went straight to Xavier, jumped on him. We like fell on the court or something. But that was a fun game. Never forget it. Like for a lot of us fans, that that was the most stressful game in the entire world. And of course, there's nothing we could do about it other than just cheer and yell at our televisions. But like you on the bench as a scout team player, like, is it stressful for, for you guys as well? Or since you guys are around the team, you guys saw the game plan, you guys saw the scout team. Is there less stress and like, is it more confidence with, with you guys? Uh, it's stressful because if you see someone not follow a game plan, you're like, what are you doing? You know? <laughs> so you, cause you know, all the mistakes and then you're in the timeouts, you're in the huddles. So you also hear coach yelling at people and you're like, he's kind of right. So, but then, but then when, when we're, when we're executing the game plan, you feel pot, you know, you, you're feeling confident and you know that, you know, you can, you can pull this win off or, so it's, it's a little bit of both worlds. You're, you're confident at times and then you're feeling bad at times when you see a lot of players, you know, messing up and not, not following their assignments. That's when it gets a little scary. For sure. And just to round it off too, you guys obviously made the final four last year. That must've been 
A, exciting, but B, like a, a huge sigh of relief too, especially after some uh, tough exits in, in prior tournaments during your time there. So when you get to Minneapolis, another broad question coming right up. What was the best part of the whole Final Four experience for you guys? Oh, man, it was all awesome. I mean, the whole entire the whole entire weekend was was awesome, except for obviously when the clock struck zeros. But, you know, walking, you know, running out on the court, you know, to warm up for me, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just looking around, I knew it was big because we had a few walkthroughs and stuff in, in the uh, building. And uh, I forget the building's name. but um, uh, U.S. Bank, I think? US yeah, Bank. U.S. Bank. Yep. I mean, yep. So when we walked out there for walkthrough, it was huge. And we knew it was going to be huge in the – you know, and we we watched the game before us. We watched part of the first half, and then we went back in the locker room. And I think it was it was going into OT or something. Yeah. And we were just watching it. We we were watching it on TV uh, before the game, and uh, just so we knew when we we had, when we were going to go out. And then we walked, We ran out, and it was our time to warm up. And just looking around the the entire arena was, or you know, US Bank was crazy. Just because I've never seen so many people in one place, like in your center of that. So that was probably the coolest part, I think, of playing there. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And like, obviously, the game didn't go well against Texas Tech, but you guys truly had one of the most incredible seasons in MSU history. Was it quick to realize how great of a season you guys actually did have and get that bad taste out of your mouth, or did that kind of linger, knowing that you guys were so close to a national title but still fell short? Uh, it's we knew we could have won the national championship, so sure. yeah. that stunk. Like we we. We could have, you know, and that, you know, huh. man, it hurts not being able to say that we did win the national championship, but to reflect too is what we did, and we realized how how good of how well of a year we had, especially with the expectations coming into the year. Um, they weren't as high because we had just lost Jaron, we had mm. just lost Gavin, uh, Miles, uh, um, you know, a bunch. We lost a lot of people the year before, so our expectations were not high going into the year. Um, and you know, we just, I feel like in the past, that's kind of where Michigan state thrives <laughs> is when, when we don't have as many people, you know, you know, saying we're going to win a championship. Yeah, totally. And, and then when we look back on it, we were like, this team did something that, you know, the teams before us couldn't do, uh, the last two or three years. So that it was, it was awesome, you know, going to a final four and, and reflecting with, with everybody on the team and just saying, you know, this was quite a quite a storybook, you know, year with everything that's gone on with what we lost. And yeah, we were happy. We were happy with where we got. We wish we could have gotten, you know, another game. But, you know, there's not much you can do. Four teams got there. Of you know, course. you got to live with it. And Texas Tech what was a dog of a team. Like, that's not some random, yeah. you know, average team that you lost. Like, that was an incredible yeah. team. Yeah, it was. And so the last question here before we get to a crazy lightning round uh, question series coming up. Um, I I don't mean this to be a sad question. Like, I mean this to be more of a, like, happy reflect on the good times thing. But what what is it that you are going to miss the most about Michigan State or playing on the team or or anything MSU related? Uh, I think I'm just going to miss – what I'm going to miss the most is just being around the guys. So, like, whether it's – it's most of it is going to be off the court stuff, you know, whether it's going out to eat, going to, going to a movie or, you know, going to football games uh, with them or just hanging out in our apartments and playing Xbox or whatever it is, you know, just I'm going to miss being around, you know, all, all the guys and just hanging out because they are, you know, everyone's, everyone's great kid. Uh, It's great people. And, you know, 
friendships, those last forever. You know, you can only play for so long. And these people that I've played with the last five years are people that I'm going to be able to reach out to when I'm 50, 60 years old. And we're going to be coming back to MSU games, seeing each other and, and, you know, hanging out. So that's, you know, I'm going to miss that the most. For sure, man. Absolutely. And okay. So let's just, trans- it, it, that was a really nice answer. I feel bad transitioning like into lightning round, which is just some, like, eight, eight questions, which are just like random answers because that seemed really heartfelt and, and nice. But yeah, here I'm just going to derail it with uh, asking you eight random questions. Let's, do it. let's go. Let's get it popping, man. All right. Best cafeteria food item at MSU. Pizza at Brody. At Brody. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. Loudest you've ever heard Breslin Center. Duke. Michigan, Michigan at home. Okay. Uh, which, which year? This year? It was or? this year when uh, there's a Twitter thing where Gabe's going crazy. That was the loudest oh, yeah. of Breslin. <laughs> Favorite uh, pregame music to, to listen to? Favorite like genre, I guess? Ooh, hip-hop rap. All right. Love it. Best bar at Michigan State? <laughs> Lou and Harry's. All right. There we go. Uh, favorite coach to mess with? Uh, Dwayne Stevens. Oh, Michael Garland, OG. Okay, gotcha. Uh, favorite jerseys you guys wore at MSU? Uh, the scripted ones that we got this year. Yeah, those are tough to beat. The new ones, yeah. Uh, funniest trash talk a opposing student section has ever said to you guys? I know that's kind of an on-the-spot question, but yeah. Ooh. Uh, that's a no. tough one. Can I come back to that one after? Sure. Uh, yeah, okay, absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, uh, okay, this is my favorite because this is one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, what's your favorite part about Maui? Ooh, the, the, the cliff, the cliff jumping. Gotcha. When we were on the cliff. Yeah, that was, that was a great time. I think that's what Kyle Aaron said too. Yeah. All right. That, that cliff was a hit for you guys. Love it. Man. Yeah. So yeah, like how, how brutal, I guess you don't have to answer specifically trash talk, but like how, how brutal was the trash talk for you guys at, at the end of the bench? Was it ever like over the oh, top or yeah. you guys just had fun with it? Yeah, no, it was, there was, <laughs> I actually could point out a single moment. So we're right. playing Seton Hall this year. So of we, all places. <laughs> of all places, Seton Hall might have been the, the craziest one because there's a guy, the, the student section is even with the bench. So they are literally sitting, the guy in the corner is sitting pretty much with us. So we are, we're screaming, you know, we're getting hype. And then he's just, he starts looking at the end of the bench, man. And we're just like, what are you looking at, bro? And he starts talking to us and we got to act like we're not listening. So now we're just not even paying attention to the game. We're just like, we are watching the game, but this kid won't, this kid's not paying attention to the game. He's just looking at us and he's talking trash. He's using some vulgar language. And we're just like, I swear to God, like if this kid doesn't shut up, we're going to get thrown out of this game because we're going to go in there and like, you know, we're going to have to fight this kid. You know, It's going to have to happen. So no, but they ended up taking a lead, you know, at the end of the game. Yeah. And he's all like, he's all jumping. There's a timeout being called. I think we're down by like five. And he's like looking at us, you know, saying some stuff, pointing at us. And just, he's getting all of his friends now because they're winning by five. Right. So now he's getting his friends involved and they're like, yeah, you know, I can't say the stuff that he's saying, course, but you know, we were about, you know, when we, and then we won and then now, now we won and the buzzer is off. So now we can say whatever we want and we're like, let's go like, <laughs> sit down, kid, go home. You know, that, how satisfying is that though? Like that, that had to have been oh, incredibly yeah. satisfying. We couldn't say anything really during the game just in case, you know, we, we lost. So we were just waiting. We were waiting. We would say shut up, you know, here and there, but like, 
we weren't getting into it until right. like <laughs> until we won, and then when we knew we had the W, because that would have looked bad, and we would have yeah, gotten hey, all bets are off. <laughs> the clock's at zeros, man. That's <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that is three-time Big Ten champion, Final Four player Connor George. Connor, thank you so much for taking time out of your night to talk with us. Uh, if you ever, for some reason, need a random fan that shoots somewhere in the 80s to join your foursome on the golf course this summer, uh, <laughs> hit me up. I, I will be honored to, to join you guys. So, awesome. No, Let's go. No, seriously, man, uh, this is a, a great time. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate you. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys had as much fun as I did listening to that as I did talking with CG. Uh, awesome for him to just be generous with his time and talk about those great stories. Um, we will be back tomorrow. We're going to shoot you straight. We don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow, but we do have some things in the hopper waiting to go for you guys. So keep it tuned here. We will be back. Thank you again so much for listening to Locked on Spartans. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. And most importantly, enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, guys. All right, we'll see you.